you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. And welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. It's Oliver Banks here, your host and your guide to successfully delivering retail transformation. This one is episode 103, number 103. Retail faces intense disruption right now. And I'm sure you know that. And I'm sure that you also know that retail has been changing now for quite some time. Whether it's the emergence of new generations, shifts in how we communicate and how we live, whether it's the rise of new technology, or whether it's even elements like the fact that we're starting to care a little more, whether it's ourselves, the environment, or even each other. But the pandemic of 2020 has added even more pressure into this already intense situation. Competition is fiercer than ever and coming in from all angles. Consumers seem more demanding, and also, at times, appear less loyal and less forgiving. The stakes are higher than ever, and we've seen many companies paying the ultimate price already this year. Pace is faster and continues to even accelerate, and there have been many needs for pivots and flexibility. Now, the shifts in the retail market have been pretty well documented, I would say, There are a couple of great books which I wanted to highlight to you right now, which really do a great job of identifying what's going on and the impact that is having. So the first I wanted to highlight was Remarkable Retail by Steve Dennis. And there you want to be looking for the whole first part of the book entitled Shift Happens. And there Steve lays down his evidence that demonstrates that the time for mediocre retail, if there ever was a time for mediocre retail, the time for mediocre retail is definitely over. And the second book I wanted to highlight to you was Reinventing Retail by Ian Shepard. Also in part one in that book, Ian identifies six key ways that the industry has shifted and has changed fundamentally and why you must understand those six different impacts. Now, both of these books, Remarkable Retail by Steve Dennis and Reinventing Retail by Ian Shepard, are actually both pre-pandemic. But you know what? I don't think it really matters. The key messages in both absolutely still ring true. And of course, you can explore both of these on earlier episodes of the Retail Transformation Show as well. Steve Dennis was talking about remarkable retail in episode 83 and 84. Great episodes there. And that was just as COVID was beginning to erupt in the Western world. And then in episode 45 and 46, you can join Ian Shepard talking about reinventing retail in the new normal before the new normal became the thing that we would talk about all of the time. So retail's changing. You know that. There is a burning bridge. We can't turn back. We must go forward. But let me ask you this. Do you find yourself in too many meetings where there is nodding heads, where there is lots of agreement, where there seems to be a clear way forward, but then nothing happens. The energy dissipates and you find yourself in that seemingly same meeting in a couple of weeks' time talking about the same challenges 
and not really seeing any evidence of transformation, any evidence of change. Does that feel familiar? Do you find that there always seems to be an excuse for the next delay or the reason that something can't be done? Does it feel like you're pushing a boulder uphill? Is it a struggle and a strain with every small step forward? Well, let me ask you this. Is your business transforming at the right pace and in the right way? And if not, why not? How much have you really investigated that? Now, of course, the reasons for a transformation misfiring could be many. But one of the reasons that I see most often is the fact that key people in the organization are not ready to lead change. Now, in many retail businesses and wider businesses as well, by the way, there are key subject matter experts in some really important and critical roles. I'm sure you can think of some in your organization. Brilliant people who really know their stuff and have been responsible, actually, for building the business and the success that exists today. You know, they've personally delivered to really help the company and the brand achieve some of the wins of the past. But now, as the bridge continues to burn, they must kill the status quo that they helped to create. And whilst these people are experienced subject matter experts, it might be that they are not experienced transformation or change experts. And perhaps in these stressful times, they're not going to be forthcoming with that. Perhaps they are going to resist change. Perhaps they are scared of the new and the risk that maybe they won't be an expert anymore in the new world. Maybe they fear the transformation and having to deliver it, but they're not bold or brave enough to voice that. Maybe they feel like they haven't had the support that they need to be able to accept it either. But it's not going to just appear like this and you understand. Maybe you are seeing this in a number of different ways. Maybe you're seeing this as a critical delay caused by poor decision making. Maybe it's flip-flopping on direction, continually shifting and not deciding what to do. Or maybe it's not making any decision at all. Maybe you see it as a lack of engagement with stakeholders across the organization, which could lead to confusion. It could lead to internal conflict, ultimately resulting in no trust in the business. Perhaps you see no delivery of change, appearing as lots of hot air, lots of words that sound great, but nothing happens. And it actually, that even further reinforces the status quo that you know isn't viable anymore. Or it could be that stress and overwhelm can become infectious in the team and the organization. And we all know how that can go down, right? But maybe you have some people in the organization that are capable of transformation, that are comfortable with change. And that's going to be amazing. But it's likely those people are already overloaded and already in high demand. And you know what? The wider industry doesn't care. The wider industry has decided now is the time to evolve and it's not going to wait for you. So what happens if you don't transform? I'll let you answer that one yourself. But here's another question for you. In the uncertain and complex world that we live in today, how will you ensure that your leaders and your teams are ready to lead and deliver transformation? Now, there are several different options available to you here. I've got five. So the first one is that you don't do anything. 
You continue on the current path and you hope for the best. Now, you can either decide intentionally to do this or you can just not make any decision and that's the default route that you go down. So that's the first option. Don't do anything. The second option is that you hire external consultants. Now, these, of course, can be expensive, particularly as you start to multiply across the size of the consulting team required. The third option is to recruit some new permanent staff and buy in that knowledge, buy in that experience. Now, of course, recruitment can take a little time to sort out, and perhaps you also need to make redundancies to make headcount space and to buy up the room in the budget. The fourth option is that you take those people that are already experienced in change and transformation in the organization and you use them differently. So pull them off the key changes and initiatives that they're currently focused on and instead use them to support the wider organization, but not driving anything directly, but using them to help orchestrate. Now, of course, when you take these key people off those key programs, you may stutter and falter but it allows you to build the organizational capability over time. And then the fifth option is that you keep those people on those key change initiatives and you decide to work with an external coach who can build the transformation capability and confidence in those subject matter experts across the organization, which allows you to keep your foot on the pedal, but also is going to help build the organization for the future. So it's at this point I'd like to introduce you to the Retail Transformation Coaching Program. This is a brand new coaching program that I'm launching to help you to transform your retail operation and your retail business. It's either for individuals or groups and exists to guide your key people to evolve. The Retail Transformation Coaching Program is a blend of both training and coaching and with a pinch of consulting in there if you like as well. And it represents itself as a series of private sessions with me directly. And we'll build up an individually tailored plan based on diagnosing the opportunities and the challenges, deciding on the best course of action, as I say, at an individual level, connecting regularly through video and through chat, building the transformation toolkit, teaching the techniques and growing the mindset and the behaviors. The Retail Transformation Coaching Program targets both the technical transformational skills, such as understanding and root causing problems and challenges, building business cases, implementing innovation, planning accurately, or engaging stakeholders, running workshops, selecting suppliers and vendors, or even just finding the best way forward. Now, I'm sure you'll agree that transformation has quite a diverse and complex technical skill set. But not only does the Retail Transformation Coaching Program focus on the technical elements of transformation, but it also considers the mindset and resilience elements too. Behaviours, attitudes, making sure that it supports an individual's mental health, their relationships, as well as how other people feel and respond to them as well. It strengthens both the head and the heart. And in turn, you'll become or will create courageous change champions. Now, imagine getting to a place where you'll be able to proactively disrupt the organization. There will be fewer mistakes made. 
you won't be stressing out. You can avoid costly delays that benefit no one but your competition. You'll grow confidence, develop better solutions, build momentum. There will be transformation that will benefit you, that will benefit the organization, and will benefit your customers. Now, I don't know if the Retail Transformation Coaching Program will be a good fit for you, your organization, and your specific challenges. But we should probably find out to be sure, right? So head over to the show notes page, which today is at www.obandco.uk slash 103 to find my contact details or reach out by email oliver.banks at obandco.uk or find me on LinkedIn as well. And let's find a time to talk and explore more. Earlier on in the episode, I highlighted some different podcasts to go and listen to next. So that was Ian Shepard talking about reinventing retail for the new normal in episode 45 and 46. Steve Dennis was talking about becoming remarkable in adversity in episode 83 and 84. And in the previous episode, I was talking about building a strong will to change. That's episode 102, 102. So do scroll back through the podcast archive and do go and check those out because I think you'll enjoy listening to all of those episodes. And remember, if you're not already subscribed, then do hit the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app and make sure that you catch new episodes coming out every single week. Now, as I was saying, I don't know if the Retail Transformation Coaching Program is a good fit for you. But if you would like to find out then do reach out on the show notes page, as I said, obandco.uk slash 103, or by email or LinkedIn, and you'll find all of those details on the show notes page. So the best place to go, obandco.uk slash 103, and we'll talk and explore to see if it is a good fit. Now, I'd like to leave you with one last question. What will you do next to intentionally change the approach and trajectory of your business transformation. Take a think about that. Why not write it down in your notebook or on your computer, phone, whatever? What will you do next to intentionally change the approach and trajectory of your business transformation? I'll leave you to mull over that one and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye for now.